Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you, yes, once again, live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And yes, it is great being back at the Lazy Turnip. Don't get me wrong, it was wonderful spending time with my family, but there's no place like home. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is, oh, from longtime listener and friend of the show, that awesome gnome themselves, Frasley Sparksman. And they write, Dear Tosh, I'm, I'm very confused right now. I was listening to your last report, and Rizak mentioned this Frasberry Crunch. Oh, that's right. Rizak did talk about that. I have no clue what this is. Hmm. But since he mentioned it, I've been hearing this jingle. I just didn't make any connection. You know, like when your parents tell you to wash behind your ears and you think, why? Until one day you find that your ear hurts and you find out that you had left a pencil back there which had been caked into your skin due to no washing. Ugh. Hopefully I'm not alone in that. Yeah, Braz, I actually think you are. Anyway, on with his letter. But anyway, I'm a little confused about this Frasberry Crunch. I mean, there may be other Frasleys or Frazes in the world, so it doesn't necessarily mean it's holy carp. Holy carp. I just asked the innkeeper at this inn about Frasberry Crunch, and she showed me a paper advertisement with an image of me that is very strikingly similar. Okay, Tosh, I think we may need to get to the bottom of this. Someone is making money off my likeness, but I have not gotten any gold from this. Frasley Sparksband, your friendly, awesome gnome warrior. Well, what a great letter, Fraz. And I agree, we do need to get to the bottom of this. So, if you're listening, I want to invite you to the show next week, and I'm going to get Rizak here too, and we can talk about solving this mystery. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In local news, with the war effectively over and what looks to be an extended period of peace in Azeroth, Half Hill's own Red Crane Society is launching a campaign to bring everyone's attention back to healing our wounded planet. In a press release, the often fiery spokesperson Irie Freeflower Ironchen and wife of our sports reporter, Jan Ironchin, wrote, The wound inflicted by Sargeras still festers in Silithus, and our beautiful planet continues to suffer. The impact of Azerite on farming and our environment is an existential threat to everyone. Now that the faction champions no longer need Azerite power to fuel their weapons of destruction, the Red Crane Society implores all citizens of Azeroth to stop the needless harvesting of the very lifeblood of our planet and demands the end to its commercial exploitation of this tragedy by those who continue to profit. We must act now before the window of opportunity closes 
and our environment is destroyed. The Half Hill Report will continue to follow this story and provide updates as they come in. Hey folks, if you're looking for a 100% Azurite-free shopping experience, the friendly merchants at Half Hill Market pride themselves in offering the very finest locally sourced and guaranteed fair trade goods at the best prices to be found anywhere. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, brought to you by Nessingwari Safari. And we have a treat this week because Eamon is here at the Turnip. So, Eamon, you're back here in the valley after your cross-training assignment. Hello, lad. Yes, yes, I'm back. Operations there at Cholazar Basin had slowed down a bit, and we just didn't have many groups to guide. So Hemet brought me home. Oh, really? What what happened to slow things down? Well, tourism seems to be down right now everywhere. But what really hurt things was Jeanne's wife and the Red Crane Society. Oh, oh my gosh, what, what did they do? Oh, apparently they have some kind of problem with big game trophy hunting. And they started sending letters and posting bills near all the Nessingwari camps all over Azeroth. And you know... They even sent some shaman out into our local hunting grounds to scare away the game and even heal some of the ones we did get shots at. Oh, oh, Eamon, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sure you don't find it funny, but, you know, some people do feel pretty strongly about this issue. I, I mean, hunting for food is one thing, but I, I got to admit, I'm not even completely comfortable with trophy hunting. And I know for a fact Professor Talib isn't. Oh, here we go. So, you and the good professor would just let the herds breed out of control and end up dying of starvation and disease. You just don't understand how nature works. Well, wouldn't predators just take care of that? Och, I can't believe I'm having this conversation with the son of a farmer. How many predators does your family let live around your livestock? So, you'd just let predators live and take your herds then? Uh, oh, okay, okay, you, you've got a point. Listen, let's not argue between friends. It's just great to have you back here in the valley, for whatever reason. Uh, that wasn't the only reason, actually. Oh? No, no. Well, what with things slowing down in Sholazar, I had a lot of time to myself to think. And I just got an uneasy feeling, like, I don't know, something was coming. And I kept thinking about the Banshee Queen is still out there, and no one knows what she's up to. It feels like we're waiting for the other boot to drop, and I just wanted to get home before it did. Wow, Eamon, that sounds kind of dire. I, I, I sure hope you aren't right, but I will say it's nice that a dwarf sees Half-El and the Valley of the Four Winds as home, and not Ironforge. But I am curious as to why. Oh, it's true that part of my heart will always be in Ironforge. But it just seems that, like no matter what is happening in the world, this little village is at peace with itself and the world around it. And that's a balm for this old soldier. Well, I know I feel that way, and I think a lot of other people do too. Welcome home, buddy, and we'll always keep the home fires burning 
for everyone. Dwarven Dispatches is sponsored by Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar. Well, we hope you got your free t-shirt on free t-shirt day a couple of weeks ago, because you might get to show them off at Professor Talib's favorite event, the five-day trial of style that starts tomorrow. Fashionistas from all over Azeroth will be putting together their best looks and strutting the stage for fun and prizes. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, I'm sorry that I wasn't here last week, buddy. Hey there, Tosh. Oh, no problem. You know, family is most important thing. But it's good to have you back and nice for to be back in Lazy Turnip. Barn was okay, but uh, a little noisy. Yeah, sorry about that. I anyway, so when we talked last, you said that you, Demesis, and Tilly were off to Northrend again. How was it? Interesting. Cold. And the place that we go was little scary. Okay then, tell us all about it. So, ever since Demesis is coming to Azeroth from Argus, she heard about Ice Crown Citadel and war with Lich King. But she is never seeing this place. And she is thinking that this is important history for her to understand. Wait, did you actually go into the Citadel? No, no, we didn't have that kind of time. But, as soldier, Demesis was interested in outside fortifications. But Tilly knew about history of Citadel, so as we are flying there from Dalaran, she tell us little bit about it. Well, I think our listeners would be interested in that. Oh, okay. Citadel is place of frozen throne of Lich King, who is controlling Scourge, which is very important thing to be doing. Citadel was created when Demon killed Jaden, create first Lich King Ner'zhul to raise Scourge army to attack Azeroth. Demesis, of course, is not knowing about this because when this happened, she was still fighting Legion in Argus. But as we are flying from Dalaran and Demesis can see Citadel, I feel her get tense and very alert. I'm thinking that banned energies are still there that she can feel. It is dark and cold place that was driven into glacier. Its massive stone, dark and evil-looking spikes and walls hold the Scourge army that are under control of current Lich King, Bolvar Fordragon, who got job after Arthas Menethil. Wow, that's not a job I'd volunteer for. Actually, Tilly tell us he did volunteer. Bolvar was great paladin and hero of Alliance who was terribly tortured by Arthas Menethil and Red Dragons. But when champions kill Arthas, someone had to take job of controlling Scourge. So, like heroes often do, he make himself sacrifice and had Tyrion Fordring put Helm of Domination on him, and he become new Lich King. Oh my gosh, what a selfless thing to do. I know, right? Demesis was very impressed and says she would follow and fight alongside such hero. Anyway, like I am saying, 
He is controlling scourge now. So Azeroth is safe. We decide to go through a place that Tilly called Horror Gate, up to a massive staircase leading up to Main Gate. At top of stairs, we find giant battering ram that had been used to smash open gate. Demesis wanted to stop and look at this. She said she was surprised at how primitive it was and that it actually worked against such a strong gate. Oh, come on, primitive? Tush, no offense, but Dran and I were traveling in space while peoples here are still making wooden ships. Eh, good point. Also at top of stairs were encampments of Knights of the Ebon Blade, who were little standoffish, so we don't talk to them. Demesis was very interested in giant swords in their camp, stuck into stone, and asked Tilly if she knew what the runes carved into them meant. Tilly didn't know, but thought they represented great power wielded by death knights. She said that she thought they might have looked like the great sword Frostmourne carried by Arthas, and he used to kill his teacher, Uther the Lightbringer. Whoa, whoa, he killed his own teacher? Eh, from what Tilly tell us about Arthas, sounds like he had some issues. Yeah, you think? I mean, Professor Talib can be a little hard on me sometimes, but I've never thought about killing her. Oh, I'm sure she would be glad to hear that. Can I go on with story, please? Yeah, sure, sorry. So, like I am saying, Citadel is very powerful, but scary-looking place. All of us remark that only decorations are skulls, everywhere skulls, on pillars, on doors, even carved into stone floors. But we are glad that it is there, and that great hero Bolvar is still there controlling Scourge, and hope he is there for a long time. Uh, for everyone's sake, I hope you're right. So, sounds like it was an interesting visit. Oh, it was. And no, Tush, there was no in there. Hey, hey, I wasn't even going to ask. No, but you were thinking it. <laughs> I could see it in your eyes. Yeah, kinda. But maybe there'll be one where you go next week, huh? You know, I think we are going to take next week off. I want to spend little time with Daolin and Alice, and Tilly and Demesis have some plans of their own. Besides, I hear you at beginning of show, and... Sounds like Frasley Sparkspan is going to be on show next week. He certainly is. Well, I hope you get to spend some nice time with Dowlin and Alice, and we'll talk in a couple of weeks. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatash. See you in a couple of weeks. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn. In the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Come by and visit sometime, won't you? And feel the true spirit of Pandaren hospitality. And when you do, don't forget to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarens at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and make sure to tune in next week for what is sure to be an interesting show, when I'll be joined by Frasley Sparkspan and our goblin correspondent, Rizak, to talk about Frasberry Crunch Cereal, who's behind it, and why Frasley isn't getting paid. See you next week. 
And remember, free Pandaria. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half-Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.